0: This is a devastating loss.
1: It's so far beyond just a normal tough loss. How many leads is this team going to uh, blow all season long?
0: I'm I eating a piece of pizza. I don't know about you. Newsday presents the Island Ice Podcast with Andrew Gross. And welcome to Island Ice episode 180. As I am rejoined by my two dear friends and colleagues, Neil Best and Colin Stevenson, as we wrap up a long day at MetLife Stadium after the Rangers rally from three goals down in the first period and then two goals down late in the second period for a 6-5 overtime win at MetLife Stadium. Hi, I am Andrew Gross, and Neil and Colin and I will go over this game and what it means for the Islanders. And... Let me just start off by saying this is a devastating loss. I know they get one point out of it. At this point, I am highly doubting that this team can turn it around and and, and make the playoffs. You can't give away a game like this, especially the way they gave it away. Two power play goals for the Rangers in the end. Uh, Barzell and Mayfield, who, uh, who heads to the penalty box a lot are both in the box late in the game. Whether or not the Islanders agree with those calls or not is immaterial. They were penalties. They were called. Peter LaViolette, pretty savvy, pulls Igor Shosturkin. The, the Rangers score twice, six on four, and then Noah Dobson turns the puck over 10 seconds into overtime. Artemi Panarin scores a video-reviewed goal. It turns out Dobson was the one who knocked the goal Off its moorings and off the Rangers go to their seventh straight win, and the Islanders lose their third straight, albeit two in overtime. Guys, how how devastating is this for the Islanders?
1: Well, I I thought it was interesting that the players that we spoke to did not make any attempt to sugarcoat this and say, well, it's one point. It wasn't just because they're a team that's um, in dire need of every point it can get, obviously. It was also the circumstances. I mean, their fans are doing their best to out-cheer B- when they're outnumbered by the Rangers fans. Their organization gets word that they're hosting the All-Star game in 2026. It's the biggest <laughs> crowd the Islanders have ever played in front of. Everything is going great. And to have what happened happen is just, I mean, it's, it's so far beyond just a normal, tough loss. And, and again, I thought it was interesting that the players acknowledged that. Protect the lead, man. What
2: what, what are you doing? What what is this team doing? Like, how many leads is this team going to blow all season long?
0: Uh, I'm I'm eating a piece of pizza. I don't know about you, but... uh. Jeez, I
2: mean, (laughs) come on. like,
0: Uh, Up 5-3. Up 5-3, last five minutes of the game. Up
2: 5-3, by the way, and the Rangers are down a defenseman because Ryan Lindgren gets hurt on the play on which they score the fifth goal. So... You know the Rangers are coming. You just gotta just don't take the penalties first of all. And and if you took one, don't take a second one. The guy that took the second penalty took three minors tonight.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And and, and that and that it's been a tendency of Scott Mayfield all season to take ill-timed penalties, and and it's surely surely hurt him. This is you always hear that phrase, you know. Bad teams find ways to lose. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not there yet. I, I don't want to say the Islanders are a bad team. I'm, I'm, I'm on the ledger now. I'm not convinced they're a good team.
2: Well, I mean, you, you, bad teams find ways to lose, and, and good teams find ways to win. I mean, the Rangers have won seven games in a row, and, you know, they're not blowing people out. Um, they're finding ways to win, like they did tonight. They find they come up against a team that is willing to let them take it from them, and they take it. I mean, look, the Rangers are missing a guy, right? They're missing Blake Wheeler. Um, they lose a guy. You know, they're losing a defenseman. You, you can't allow them to come back and win again. You just can't.
1: But also, you you know, look at look at who scored the goals for the Rangers. You know, it just sort of illustrates the firepower that they have that the Islanders do not have. Look at there these big names scoring big goals. One other thing I thought about after this game, though, it goes back to sort of what we were talking about <clears throat> with this being more than a normal loss. You know, in in, in the run up to this game, a lot of a lot of us made the point that you know it's like I wrote the other day. You, you play on January first. It's January first. It's a festival. It's like okay, it's, it, the game counts, but. You know, it's early. The, the, the fact that this game was happening on February 18th with the Islanders and Dire yeah. Straits, um, That's a it, it was kind of a weird situation because the event was fantastic. Everybody involved, the players, teams, fans, organizers, it was a great event. It was a great event. And then it turned out to be a great game. Yeah. But <laughs> you, but you can't... You don't need the, the, great the, games. Yeah, they the, need two points. No, exactly. You know. The problem is the, the, the greatness of this, uh, you know, the spectacle kind of got overshadowed, did get overshadowed by what a tough loss it was, which is, again, what we were talking about before the game. It's like, oh, this will be fun, but I mean, come on, it, but you know, the Islanders got to win. This game could be played here, or on the moon, or at, or at Nassau Coliseum, or they could play it at the old Meadowlands Arena across the parking lot. The Islanders had to win. Which is still up, by the way. Yeah, I know, yeah. if they could have they could have done it.
0: The, the, the Islanders have just 28 games remaining in their regular season after this uh Overtime loss. Uh, they're, they're going out on the road. They play Pittsburgh on Tuesday. They well, had Pittsburgh's to, bad. They've they've beaten the Islanders this year. <laughs> they, they they beat the Islanders seven nothing once this. year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, go, they go to Pittsburgh. They go to St. Louis. They come home for a Saturday matinee against the Tampa Bay Lightning, and then they go right back on the road against Dallas and Detroit. Uh, i i just don't know where the points are coming from, especially the, the you know the the night before the devils win they beat the flyers in uh in the other stadium series game and and the islanders just can't take advantage of that and and really gain any traction in the metropolitan division
1: but you're, t- you're talking and you know understandable you're talking about points in this season and you know because this season is not over yet, but of course. The more they lose, the more the bigger picture comes into play about you know what you do with this team moving forward. Now I know you got, we have time to discuss that, but you know after a loss like this, you can't help but think about you know a mo- yeah. uh, two months down the road about the future. Yeah. Uh, even though, yeah, I mean they're not they're not out of it. I, I, I I'm curious to see just psychologically how they bounce back from this though.
0: Yeah, and, and the, the the most immediate date coming up obviously as you as you bring up is March 8th the NHL trade deadline and as we've discussed many times Lou Lamarillo is not a rebuilder he's not looking towards next season he very rarely gives up on on his season it's just feeling like one of those seasons where you know the the Islanders just are not going to be able to get over that hump maybe Maybe it's because, you know, uh, maybe they didn't go to Patrick Waugh quick enough. Yeah, you know, Patrick Waugh is 3-3-3. And by the way, here's where this season has taken, a, a, you know, the downturn. This was their NHL high 20th game that went past regulation this season. They are 6-14 and 14 past regulation. <laughs>
1: That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. You also threw a stat at us late in the game, which I assume is accurate, but blew blew my mind that they have not scored an empty net goal this year. Yeah, because you know, obviously, had they done so tonight, they would have won. Uh, but but that that
2: tonight was a different thing, though. I mean, like, cause they they played an empty net; they're down, down two guys.
1: No, I understand. I totally fair, but but still, that's an unbelievable stat.
2: It is an unbelievable stat. Yeah, but
1: tonight tonight
2: wouldn't count, but. But how many nights are they five on six? All you got to do is, is is score an empty net goal tonight. You know you're down four on six. Um, at least you can throw the puck down the ice. You, you don't have to worry about icing it. But,
1: but yeah, yeah, but maybe maybe LaViolette knew they can't score an empty net goal when he pulled his yeah, goalie. Yeah, you, know, you know he was asked that in the uh, oh, in oh his, he was in yeah buzzer, oh he knew about Andrew uh, Stat. Oh, it's
2: not
0: my stat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was asked that but you know I mean he was he was gracious. Look, he coached the Islanders too a long time ago. They gave him a start and they're always going to be special to him. So I don't think he's uh you know, I think he's a classy guy. He's not going to he's not going to say, "Yeah, man, we knew it."
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do the pre-scout for. <laughs> it's, but, such a,
1: it's such a weird experience, it, you know, and the nuances of the game, a game like this, you know, if you're a reporter covering it or a fan, You know, it's such an interesting game, and and there's nuances to it. But, you know, of course, we don't have as good a feel for the nuances as we normally would because of the distance that us and the fans are watching from. So it's almost like a – I mean, we know what happened, obviously, but it's just – it was like a different feel with a game like that. I just didn't – I didn't feel like I had as much of a feel as normal for what was going on, frankly. Well,
0: I mean, the the press box was so far away. It's – it was tough to see the numbers. It, It sealed off. You really did feel separated from what was going welcome, on? I mean, that, welcome, that, that, to the,
1: that, welcome to the Football Beat.
0: Well, no, <laughs> and that's why I left the Football Beat because I did not enjoy covering the NFL. I did not yes. enjoy being hermetically sealed into a press box and not feeling the crowd I, energy. I
1: tell you what though, I enjoyed being warm.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it yes. was
1: I look I'm I'm not diminishing that it was cold out there and I'm sure the fans are cold and I know it was, I know it was windy, but compared to some other stadium series games, I mean come on, the ones at Yankee Stadium oh, were those, much those colder. Oh, those were the most brutal one, games of mine. I was not life. at those, but I was at City Field in 2018, that was much colder, and obviously there've been some, you know, in Canada that have been insanely cold. So, so one in
2: Minnesota last year was pretty
1: cold. Yeah, I, I mean, mean in the grand scheme again, I know people were cold out there, but in the grand scheme of these types of games, this whole weekend, the Saturday night and Sunday was you know, the temperature was certainly It's what, kind of ideal is want. what they yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't no. want it to be 10 degrees, and obviously you don't want it to be 60 degrees.
0: What uh, – while, while we're on the subject, game aside, right, and, and sports writer whining aside <laughs> about being in a hermetically sealed well, press box.
1: He, wasn't, he was the, the opposite of whining.
0: He's, he said he's happy to be No, do no my, my – okay, my whining –
1: no, I, I, well, was just, I, would, I was just making... I, was, I, was the, the, only, I wasn't even whining. I do plenty of whining. <laughs> I was only making the point that it was harder to see the nuances of the game. That's yeah.
0: <laughs> what did we think of the atmosphere? I mean, I, I, I thought it was a good venue for the game. The crowd was... Well, first of all, it was a decidedly pro Ranger crowd.
1: Yes, but but the Islanders but fans you knew that were, was going to yeah, happen. Oh, that, absolutely, I, I absolutely. It was absolutely more Rangers fans. But I thought the Islanders fans who were here made their voices heard. You yeah,
0: know? yeah. Well, what would you think when you scan the the crowd? You know, percentage wise.
1: It no, was. Full, yeah, there
0: was, was 79,000. Oh, yeah. What was uh, it? 79,690 well, yeah. or 690. We, yeah, we
1: chose to go with two thirds Rangers fans. Frankly, it's a little hard when both teams have the same color. Yeah, you know, they're
0: both blue. It's so not it's that hard. easy
1: to tell, to be honest. And uh, but yeah, it was more Rangers fans, which is you know okay. That's it's a especially, I mean, we're in New Jersey first of all, so it's a schlepp from Long Island. Uh, but you know, I thought both teams' fans did a good job. I thought. Like I said, I thought everybody did a good job, and and one thing I like about football stadiums compared to baseball is it's pre- it's so symmetrical, it's predictable. When you get your seat, you have a sense of where you should be sitting. These baseball stadiums, it's sort of random <laughs> what's a good <laughs> seat or a bad seat. I have a question.
0: Yeah, who was AJR? Oh, the band at the first intermission. They are a global pop sensation. Per Wikipedia. I mean, I was, just, I, mean like, I was
1: just wondering if the flames coming up behind the stage were going to melt, the, melt ice, the ice. Which would have stunk because it would have delayed the game, but it also would have been a great story. Speaking of which, the game was
2: delayed, what, 47 yeah, minutes? No, bad. no,
0: only 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, not oh, bad. All right.
0: No, it wasn't. I mean, look, Rangers... Flyers at Citizens Bank. That was what a two three hour delay. I there was a... No, I wasn't there. was my no.
2: first outdoor yeah. game.
0: No, there were yeah. there were there had been delays. This was nothing compared to some of the other games. There, um, but the the NHL has to
1: feel great about the whole thing, just because uh, you know they got a great game and full house and
2: yeah, and they got two uh-huh. great games actually because yeah, Saturday, Saturday night came between game. The Saturday night and was, that was a was good game. Good yeah,
1: season. so yeah. I'm assuming the NFL's th- uh, the NHL is thrilled.
0: Yeah, no, they, they they should be. I mean, six five. You, you take the Islanders out of it. You take how devastating a loss this is for them. It was a great event. Yep. Let's go back to the beginning. Back to the beginning. Both teams arrive on fire trucks. Yeah. <laughs> the the Rangers come in wearing <laughs> FDNY and you know police department. Jersey, hockey jersey. Yeah, 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 and yeah. it was it was striking, right? Yeah. The Islanders came in wearing... <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> they wore the same suits they show up at every other game for. I
1: happened to be... I Just by really completely by chance when I was coming from the train, I happened to be stopped and standing right there, right as both teams arrived. So it was kind of cool, and I took some video, and... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I did think some of the Twitter uh, X reaction I saw from fans about my video was kind of funny, you know, <laughs> saying this is going to cost, you know, ripping Lou for about being so boring. This is going to cost him free agents because nobody's going to want to. People, the players want to get dressed up for the stadium series, so no free did agents. Did you see how the Devils came yes, dressed up, yeah. by the way? Yeah, cool. I but maybe, I, it just as a ca- just to be counterintuitive about it, maybe because everybody else does something, maybe not doing something is an interesting statement.
0: Yeah, maybe. I, I, I will say and this. And the fire
1: trucks were cool. I was standing there. There was fire trucks from uh, Elmont, Greenlawn, East Meadow, and uh, I'm biking on the other, Comac. So they had a nice Long Island uh, representation. It was cool.
0: I, I will say this. I will agree on, with Lou Lamarilla on this. I would not want my team coming to a game sort of emulating or glorifying organized crime. Uh, like, I just wouldn't. I can see that. How is
2: wearing a tracksuit
0: glorifying organized crime? They look crime. like the Sopranos. They <laughs> well, look that like the They look like every character on the Sopranos. I thought what the Flyers did with the Rocky, you know, I thought that was... That was fun. Yeah, Come I on, think, man. This is Jersey. I know. I, I live
2: in Jersey. I love the Sopranos. Yeah, I, I think it's cool coming out.
0: Plus, I, they have the Jonas Brothers. The, Who the
2: hell is AJR, for God's sake?
0: <laughs> I, look, I... Not to sound older <laughs> than you, but you could put the Jonas Brothers next to AJR, and I might not know which band Oh, there's. stop it. Well,
2: you well, would know the Jones. Maybe. Anyway, it, but anyway, we anyway, to go. I, I thought
1: I, I I understand that the suits were not interesting, but the, you know, the, the But it but, was but, a business but, trip, but man. The they're fact, not they're okay. not here but to But the fact that both teams so, came so
0: in So take care of business.
1: <laughs> the fact, <laughs> <laughs> we win. The fact that both teams came in with firefighters and law enforcement and all that was kind of was a good, I thought it was a good touch. And um And I think
2: they they, I, they worked together on that, right? They both yeah. they talked to yeah, didn't lead yeah. and. Uh, and uh, Truba talk about it and decide yeah. that uh, yeah. So that was that was together? a
1: good t- that was a good touch and um, yeah the Islanders looked nice and cleaned up
0: yeah. And no, they, they, did. they didn't
1: have any facial hair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh But anyway, so this is just this is just a bad loss,
1: man. It was a, it was uh, a very bad loss. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and first of all, I mean we haven't even touched upon the fact that this is the first. Time these yeah, teams you know. played. You know, we're we're well, February 18th. The Rangers and the Islanders are playing for the first time. They're going to play again on St. Patty's Day, and then twice again towards the end of the season they, in April. They
1: didn't play in 2023
0: after Christmas. At all. Yeah, well, 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 they did not play in 2023. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the the yes, yes. That's a that's a long time, and it, it shouldn't happen. But you know, I look at it like now you got. Four four games in a very short period of time. So we're going to see a lot of you know, we'll see a lot of each other.
0: Hopefully, hopefully because it's more fun that way. The games will be meaningful in, you know, in the playoff chase from an I, from an Islanders point of view, right? You you hope that they're they st- they're able to stay close enough that we can hype those games up as much as we spent the whole week hyping this game up.
1: I mean, I, I know you guys are going to be covering these games for the next few months, but as a as a you know someone who comes in from the outside, my attitude after today was,
2: what is there to see? Well, no, I
1: mean, I, my attitude was well, okay. I'll see the Rangers in mid-April, and that's going to be interesting. And the Islanders, I don't like. I don't know. Like we said earlier, I don't know where, where we go from here, but. Um,
0: well, I, I know you guys are not, you know, uh, in the weeds with the Islanders like I am on a daily basis. What did you, before the collapse in the third period, they were playing a good game, right? Did, were you impressed with what you would infer Patrick Waugh has done with this team in terms of getting the defensemen more aggressive, getting them up into the play, getting through the neutral zone on a, on a, a better basis just uh, applying more pressure. They were up at one point on shots, I think, 35-20 after two periods.
2: I I think it was more that it was like, yeah, I mean, it was 35, at some point 35-16 or whatever. I know
0: this is sort of a, you know, other than the ending, Mrs. Lincoln, what did you think of the play, but what did you think of what you saw from the Islanders before, you know, the six-on-four collapses?
2: I mean, I thought it was fine. I mean, like, as you say, the shot, the shots on goal advantage, I think, is is something that you can point to and build off. And they, they had two power play goals, so yeah. I mean, and they scored a four on four goal. So, um, you know, they did a lot of good things, but you know, they've got you know, I've again, I don't, I don't, I watch a lot of Islander games, but obviously not as much as you. And I keep up with what they're doing by mostly by reading what you're writing, and it just seems to me like they they've blown a lot of leads. So, so I would want to get to the heart of what is it that they're not doing right when they have a lead late in the game. I am mean, like, why do they play so many overtime games? And then, and then, of course, you got to win some of them.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I think there are two factors here. One, un- unlike previous seasons, I, I don't think the Islanders have that, you know, intrinsic Belief in themselves that they're going to pull out of victory. That's important, actually. It's very important. Also, today, they were coming up against the comeback Kings, right? The, yeah. the, the Rangers do nothing but fall yeah. behind in games. Well, and, and then, you know,
2: it's, it's, it's interesting that you say that the Islanders don't have belief. The Rangers do have belief. They, they yeah. have belief that, you know, and even, you know, Truba said it t- today, it was, you know, they have belief that they're going to find a way to win.
1: But so, some of this, you good. know, a lot of the Patrick Watt stuff has been about break, you know breakouts, and, and then mm-hmm. to, to have Dobson, you know, to have what happened in, happen in overtime, it, you know, it's like Watt said, well, yeah, I'd prefer not to yeah. have a saucer. As far
0: as I mean, yeah, and, and, I, and such a shame because Noah adoption was having yeah, a really know, good a three primary assists. He's got he's got fifty one assists in fifty four games, and and this is a guy, and we've discussed this. This is a guy you think should be in the Norris Trophy. At least the discussion.
1: It's a, uh, and
0: and for, for it to sort of fall on Dobson, you know, more so than maybe Scott Mayfield, to me, is a little a, unfair.
1: Well, yeah. A,
0: except a, it was a, an egregiously awful turnover. Yeah, yeah, the, the, but I,
2: w- I still would put it on Mayfield because, you know, again, not watching all of the games like you do, but Dobson's like a good player who's... Helping you win, and I'm not sure what Mayfield does, other than take penalties that that are
1: bad penalties. You know, whether or not the Islanders sneak into the playoffs, of course, the intriguing thing moving forward is going to be what Wad does with a, you know, an off season and some personnel, whatever personnel things happen. Um, so right now, we're just getting hints of it.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, and and Patrick Waugh spent an intensive. He practiced some four straight days between a a, a 2-1 shootout loss to the Kraken, which was just a god-awful game on on the Islanders' part. Shouldn't have happened. They lose 2-1 in a shootout at UBS Arena. He's got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then the outdoor game today. So he practices Wednesday, including – it wasn't a bag skate, but – there were Herbies back and forth, back and forth, back and forth to end. And, and after an hour of practice, he's skating them goal line to goal line, right? Um, Thursday, they came out here to to Life, sort of got acclimated to it. And then instead of giving them a day off Friday, he's got them scrimmaging on Friday. And then he, he put them through a pretty intense, if shorter practice on Wednesday before the team transports out here. So. <sighs> For them to go through that this week, and, and, and he talked about compete level, and, and, and upping the compete level, and all the fundamentals he wants to do, and for them to come out and blow a two-goal lead in, 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 in the last five minutes, it, you, you sort of go, look, I, I wrote that, this this week. Whatever happens this season, it's not going to stick to Patrick Waugh. It sticks to Lou Lamarillo. It sticks to the players. Next season, next season is about Patrick Waugh. So I, I feel like whatever happens, he is now looking at these players and in his mind trying to figure out which his guys are going to be and which guys he probably cannot work with. and. It's going to be difficult because he has no say in management other than you know I know Lou will ask him questions, but all these guys are on no movements, no trades, seven-year deals. This is the group, and Patrick's going to have to figure out a way to win with this, with these guys.
1: That's the thing in sports. You know, there there comes a point where practice and strategy and motivation isn't enough. You might just don't have the people, and then you've got to yeah. change the people.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and 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 to be fair. I, I, I think I saw a lot of that today. That, yeah. as, as I walk back to my car out of the stadium, I think that's where I am with this team. Yeah,
1: and especially... the personnel, huh? And, uh, and then when you look at what the Rangers have now, you, you know, obviously they have a lot of stars. Some of them are stars just because they're big names. I mean, they're still good players, but they're... I don't want to get caught too much up in the star power of it, but when you watch them play today, you see it's not just names. They actually they actually produce also. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Anyway, boys, I think we're going to have to end it here before security grabs us up by our belt straps and tosses us out the press box window. It's been fun working with you guys again. Um, I would love to say we're going to do this every day in the playoffs, but... Well, you've got three more
2: regular season games. Yes, against the we, Rangers. We, St. Patty's Day. I'll see you St. Patty's <laughs> Day. I'll be in all green.
0: That's going to be a fun podcast. <laughs> 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 anyway, thank you for listening to episode 180 of Island Ice, Newsday's New York Islanders podcast. For any and all Islanders content, please go to newsday.com backslash Isles. And until we talk again, happy hockey, everybody.